Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The DVC Show. I am Paul Krieger, and I am joined this week by my lovely wife, Amy Krieger, and also Marissa Valentin. Um, and Marissa has a, a kind of a new title since the last time she joined <laughs> us. She is now the uh, Vice President of Global Marketing and Sales for World of DVC. So congratulations, Marissa, and thank Thanks. you for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. So um, this week, we're going to sort of dive into talking about whether or not now is the time to purchase Disney Vacation Club. It's a question that we get quite often from people um, as they're considering maybe a Disney Vacation Club purchase and they see sort of deals come and deals go and different things like that sort of maneuver around. But uh, before we really get into that, one quick reminder is that if you love our content here, um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us over on dvcfan.com. But most importantly, show some love to our sponsors at the world of DVC. DVC resale market, if you're looking to buy a Disney Vacation Club resale contract, um, that's going to be the place for you. Or if potentially you're looking to sell your contract, you can reach out to the experts over there. Monera Financial will help you with purchasing that DVC resale contract. They've got some amazing financing options to make that a more affordable purchase for you. And then DVC Rental Store, if you're looking to try before you buy, maybe try out some different resorts. Um, they're going to help you by getting you into a Disney Vacation Club villa. Or if you're looking to maybe rent your own points, if you're not going to use those this year and you need some cash for those. So all of those three def definitely great opportunities and show some love to those companies. Um, and also, I just wanted to put out a quick reminder, annual dues. Um, those payments uh, are due as of January 15th, and then they will deem be deemed late on February 14th. What happens in that month in between? I have absolutely no idea. I don't think we've ever. It's, it's just a grace period. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, like a credit card grace period or something like that. I don't know. So pay them by then. If you don't, then I believe they restrict access to your account. So pay yeah. your dues. Yeah. Our experience is that normally, well, not personal experience. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we do have personal experience. When we bought our boardwalk contract direct, remember we didn't realize that there were dues owed from like that, oh, that yeah, dues? From, the, from the closing. They didn't, they didn't tell us. Yeah. And so we closed and we didn't realize it. And then all of a sudden we got the recs that said, you know, and so when we called, we realized, oh, we didn't realize we still okay. owed. I stand uh, corrected. We have it personal experience. It was an accident. Yeah. Normally, I, I think that happens somewhere around like March 1st. So if you start seeing recs pop up when you're trying to log in around March 1st, most likely you haven't paid your annual dues. Um, but do it now. Get it out of the way. Um, we always recommend, you know, discard it. Dis discounted Disney gift cards is the way to go to save yourself, save you. So I can't talk today. So yeah, or you can do the monthly option, um, but you need to have had that set up by now, I would think. Yep. And last but certainly not least, um, if you don't like the lovely backdrop here of my home, um, we do hope to be back in the studio here in a couple weeks with some new episodes um, with the entire panel and all of that. So we're excited to get back in the studio as part of the new year. But um, in the in-between period here, we decided to, you know, we didn't want to leave you hanging with no content. So 
you get us. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, Marissa has joined us today. And um, I think it's a great topic to really start the new year of, you know, is now the time to purchase that Disney Vacation Club contract? And we came up with a list of about five things that we think are sort of uh, things to consider as to whether or not they're going to move the needle and in what direction they might move them uh, so that you can make that decision. And I think the first one is uh, something we've really not talked about on this show too much yet. I know Pete has discussed it on the Tuesday show, but, um, you know, the uh, the big news that came out of November, Bob Iger is back at the head of the Walt Disney World Company. And um, what does that mean for Disney Vacation Club? And what does that mean for, you know, potentially prices and things like that? Um, Marissa, any initial thoughts there? Yeah, I think... Previously, there was that kind of disappointment with Disney. And so you found a lot of people selling or even more willing to negotiate. I still think we're kind of in that interim period where, hey, it looks like things are really looking up for Disney when you take in consideration like Iger and all the new changes. Even the little things we continue to see come out in Disney news have all been so positive. So I think that will have that effect. Again, anything with the resale market usually takes about three to six months to realize in terms of pricing. So I think right now is that time where you go, hey, if things are looking up for you and Disney and you're wanting to come back, it's probably a good time to jump on before people start to go, hey, this is really positive, the vacation frenzy. And you'll probably start to see that in price increases in the next like three to six months. Yeah, it's it's like the honeymoon period, essentially. So like, yeah. like you said, um, you know, I think everyone, you know, there's still that positive vibe. There's still a lot of questions and stuff like that as to what it necessarily means. But, you know, it generates that excitement because I know that, um, you know, at least you know, over at DVC Rental Store and stuff like that, we we heard a lot from members who were dissatisfied with a lot of the stuff that were happening during the Chapek era. And a lot of people were renting those renting their points because they just didn't want to go to Disney. They didn't feel good about it. And now we've got sort of those those good feelings coming back to us. And I assume you guys saw a lot of the same stuff over at Resale Market with that. Right. And that's why a lot of people were selling. And again, even some of them have already made that decision that they are selling. So if you see kind of that positive light and go, that's probably going to continue, it is a good time to jump on before we start to see that affect prices. Um, not to fully derail us here, but Amy, do you think that anything significant is going to change with Disney Vacation Club now that Bob Iger's back? Oh gosh, um, I you know it's it's so hard to tell. Everything right now is just is morale. You know, like we're seeing uh, employee morale increase since since Bob Iger has come back. Um, but you know, obviously, one of the things that we're hoping that changes soon is that will affect DVC members is is the return of annual passes. So originally when they went away, we were told um, during those like data releases from Disney that they were coming back sometime in, in, in within the year. And that never happened. I don't think we saw them at all, right? In 2022 um, as new annual passes. So a whole year has passed. Except for the glitch. Right. Brief, I don't think anyone got any. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was. If you were successful in the glitch, please comment down below. But, um, but uh, anyway, so so it's a new year now. So hoping hoping we see that, and then something else that a lot of DVC members have have spoken out about, and and we saw this at the condo association meeting was the park pass system and how they felt about that, and and making DVC membership aware of those feelings. So. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe we see some some changes there that have a positive effect 
mm-hmm. you know, for DVC members. Yeah, we talked a lot about that in our 2022 year in review show, which is the last show before this, I think that we did. And it, it, th- those were the two big things that we were hoping for for 2023, you know, annual passes, park passes. And so it's not necessarily Disney Vacation Club-esque, but it's it affects, it, it affects how members use their points mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Marissa, any initial thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, I kind of think the same. I think a lot of people are holding their breath for annual passes. So hopefully that comes back. And I think this year will be a really true tell of what that kind of that vacation feels like, that vacation frenzy. Because I think even for us, if we look at like sales of resale or we look at people renting points, if we're comparing like 2020, 2021, 2022, we're not getting the same numbers that we were in normal trends of like 2019. So hopefully Disney's going back to kind of that 2019 numbers and saying, hey, what was working and maybe going back to some of those benefits from then too. Yeah. Really sort of treating everything here as, as like a little bit of a reset now that now that we're beyond uh, the pandemic and all of that kind of stuff. Um, speaking of which, that kind of segues us a little bit into our, our second reason why now might be the perfect time to purchase a Disney Vacation Club contract. And that's because there are more listings than ever, uh, more listings of people selling than there have been in the past two years. And I, you know, I just jumped on DVC Resale Markets website just for, you know, to to throw out a number. There are 762 active listings currently available um, for buyers to browse and make some offers on. Um, And Marissa, you know, I, I, I think that means that these buyers or buyers have some opportunities to make some lower offers and sellers are maybe willing to wheel and deal a little more. Yeah, I I think we're very much still in a buyer's market. And so that's a great time if you've been saying, hey, I want to buy. You you ideally want to buy in a buyer's market for a couple of reasons. One, to your point, sellers are more willing to negotiate. Prices are adjusting because there are more listings. If we go back to like the end of 2020 and pretty much 2021, we were struggling at DVC resale market to keep 100 listings on the site. As soon as something would come on, it would go out. And so to have 700 plus really puts that into the buyer's hands of having that negotiation, but also finding that perfect contract where maybe if you were looking a year or two ago, you might have settled and said, this one might work in terms of points or available points or price. Now you can be picky and say, hey, I really want this one. Or if you're a member looking to add on, maybe you're not compromising on getting a second U-share. You can now find that add-on that matches the exact resort and U-share that you're looking for. So I think for buyers, it allows you to be more picky in finding that perfect contract and then also having kind of the upper hand in negotiation. Do you wish we had waited for our grand cow? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we bought it like the worst time, which is like April, like peak. Or I think it was January, right? It was like peak. Um, and, and some of the prices I'm seeing, you know, for Grand Cal are so good right now, you know, compared to what they were when we bought and, and even just other resorts, like, you know, I see a lot of those coming across my desk, you know, doing the financing and I'm thinking, oh, that's an offer. Wow. That's a really low offer. And then I look and I'm like, no, never mind. They have an accepted offer. That is an awesome price. And so it's just, yeah, we're seeing contract after contract of just really good prices right now, um, as well as sellers, you know, paying closing costs and and things like that sometimes. I think a lot of times people wait and say like, well, I'm going to just wait for the market to like crash. Right. And we saw that a lot in 2020. 
where 2020, it was a really sweet spot to buy, especially when Disney had closed the parks down because they weren't buying back and were at a first refusal. So not only were you taking advantage of sellers being more willing to negotiate, you were also passing Rover. But a lot of people were like, well, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait it out. It might crash. And then, of course, as we all know, it didn't. And the, the demand increased, the prices increased, listings decreased. So I think whenever we kind of hit that sweet spot, which is right now, I would say, it's not like a great idea to keep waiting because there's so many factors that are out of our control with right of first refusal. You never know when those will shift and change. So right now is kind of that sweet spot. If you've been saying, hey, I'm waiting for that time, this is probably one of your best opportunities. And I think, yeah, that's really why we bought when we did. Like it was the perfect contract mm. at the perfect time. It made sense for us. We didn't, you know, it, it just... And and waiting any longer at that point, you know, maybe we would have been, maybe we'd still be waiting to find that exact Grand Cal mm -hmm. contract because again, it was Grand Cal that we were looking for mm -hmm. at that time. And so, you know, that's a needle in a haystack sometimes to find uh, a smaller Grand Cal contract. Yeah. I haven't seen another contract like that, you know, between 50 and 75 points. We wanted a little more. So yeah, I, I can't be too upset. <laughs> it's a great contract. Um, and, and it's like the perfect amount of points for, for four nights, you know, yep. a year, you know, so it's, it's awesome. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, it, it is a time to buy because, you know, I was just looking at, um, you know, the December 2022 average prices. So when we bought, what month was that? That was like, I want to say it was January. It was, it was like January. So like 291 to 301 was your average price uh, for Grand Cal at that time. Mm -hmm. And now we're down to around. Uh, 243 per point at Grand Cal. So um, there is a smaller sample size. So it's not always the greatest um, comparison, but it's definitely, you know, it's moving downward. And mm -hmm. so um, I think that's sort of been the trend with a lot of these. And that sort of pivots us again into our, our, our next point, which is that, um, you know, um, there's been a lot of movement when it comes to average prices on the resale market. Um, and a lot of those are trending downward, which is a great opportunity again for buyers that are looking to snag a good deal at this point in time. Um, Marissa, we did some math on this, I think a couple minutes ago, and we were looking at like April of 2022 versus now and about a, I think it was a 12%, um, you know, decrease, uh, over that period of time in terms of the overall blended average of all, all resorts. And so, uh, most of those are heading in a downward direction. Um, and again, I, I have to assume that buyers can take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think you had pulled up the numbers. If we go back to April, 153 was the average price per point when we look at blended average. And if we look at December, the blended average is now 135 per point. So again, that's going to be over kind of the span of multiple resorts. But I think to your point, we haven't seen prices kind of decrease in that overall average. Now there's some factors, right? So our 2042 resorts are less than 20 years. So inevitably, those are going to kind of start to trickle down in terms of price, which again, if you've been waiting for like a beach club or boardwalk, this is the perfect time to buy it at really, really great prices. Um, but also overall, the market has shifted. And I think we kind of saw like an overinflated average price per point when we look at kind of that revenge vacation uh, if we call it like 2020 through 2022, it was kind of that like, let's go back, whatever the price is, we're going. And so now I think we're kind of going back to like, where's that reality lie? So I don't think it's like the sky is falling in terms of like, I don't think it's going to keep on just dipping down. Yeah. But I do think that we're kind of going back to like, hey, let's remove kind of that inflation from the revenge vacation and look at reality. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, most businesses are doing that when they're evaluating what happened the past two years, you literally got to 
grab those two years and throw them in the dumpster and light them on fire <laughs> because it's like there, there's just so many abnormalities as to what occurred. And and to your to your point, I like I love the term revenge vacation because it's like <laughs> the revenge against the pandemic. Like I'm going back and I'm going to enjoy yeah. myself and spend my money. And it's like um, you know we saw a lot. I, I think that. You know, we saw a lot of stuff that happened during that period of time from people uh, getting getting money that they were saving up that they normally would spend on their yearly vacations and stuff like that. Um, you know, there were incentives from the government and stuff like that. Um, and, and so all of that money added up to a lot of people buying Disney Vacation Club at that point in time, which really then resulted in sort of that reduction in listings because people were buying them up as fast as you guys could basically put them on the board, I think. Right. And I think so many people, I think Disney Vacation Club just made so much sense because it was like, well, everybody who goes and looks at Disney Vacation Club usually looks at it on vacation and then says, I'm going to do this on my next vacation. So you had so many people, to your point, with that extra vacation money on top of like wanting to kind of imagine they were on vacation. So this is the best way to say, I don't know when I'm going back, but I know I'm going back at some point. Yeah. I wonder how many of us took like dream vacations <laughs> during during the pandemic times and all of that stuff. Um, and in terms of prices as well, I think it's it's good to point out, you know, we just saw a, a large price increase across all Disney Vacation Club properties for direct sales. So purchasing directly through Disney Vacation Club. Most resorts, I think, went up about $10 per point. Several went up $5 per point. And I, I think it's also important to sort of talk to the direct members out there or the direct people people that are potentially looking to purchase direct in the near future. Um, now is the time to buy DVC for that reason, because prices are most likely not going to go in the other direction when we talk direct Disney Vacation Club purchases. There are from time to time incentives and stuff like that that we see hit, but to predict where that's going to go one month or one quarter to another is very hard to do. So, you know, I, I've had people reach out to me before where it's been like, do you think I should take advantage of the incentives being offered now directly through Disney Vacation Club? Or should I wait for the next round of incentives? And normally the answer to the question is I, I, I would, I would do it at rather than wait, because you just don't know what that next round of incentives uh, is going to be really. Or do it right before they expire. And yeah, and then yeah. you'll have that ten day waiting period if you if they have better incentives, then you could rescind and rebuy. Um, but Amy, from my always playing the always <laughs> playing the system over here. Very rarely, like we saw with that Grand Floridian promotion, but they went to from like almost no promotion to like a crazy promotion for Grand Floridian when it first launched. But very rarely do they have like one live product and then switch the promotion to where like the next one is like significantly better. Usually, it's slightly worse. Um, I think where. To your point, Paul, too, of like, if we look down the pipeline, if you look at like Polynesian, right, an extremely popular DVC location, and then you look at Disneyland Tower, my gut says that if you're going to do anything, take advantage of the Grand Floridian while it's out there now, because yeah. those two will probably spike up so much interest and that that'll probably come with a nice price yeah, increase. It's like they're they're kind of making their increases now to get up to where they want them to be when they launch those yeah. new resorts. Yeah, and we should expect to begin to see, you know, um, some thoughts of that probably by, I, I want to say by the end of the second quarter, 
um, of, of 2023. You know, I, I expect probably somewhere in Q2 2023 is when we'll probably see sales begin for the Disneyland Tower as long as it's still progressing uh, like it's supposed to be. And then they're most likely going to open that probably in the fall to early winter uh, of this year. So um, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, those uh, between Disneyland Tower and the Poly, you know, those are just going to continue to push those prices higher as well. So if you are considering direct, that's definitely a reason to do so. And that also piggybacks a little bit off of resale, right, Marissa? Like that that's going to potentially drive those resale prices up since DVC has raised their direct prices as well. Right. And, and if the market does as it normally does, like I think if we look back and say, okay, let's go back to 2017, 2018, 2019 and look at trends. If you look at like January through April, that's usually the busiest time of year in terms of like there's a good amount of sellers, but there's also a lot of buyers. And usually by the time that we hit spring, it becomes and flips more of a seller's market. So if we follow the normal trends and that happens along with Disney continuing to raise prices, which again, whenever Disney does something, it takes about three to six months for the resale market to kind of realize that. So if we say, hey, Disney's raising prices and it usually flips in spring to more of a seller's market, then I would expect resale prices are probably going to start to increase as we hit like spring into summer. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely what we've seen before. So uh, hopefully we're going to be continuing to be on the right Normal trajectory. Path. There's not going to be any road bumps in the road. So um, yeah, it just sort of uh, reiterates why, you know, now is definitely the time to be considering that purchase if you've been sort of him hawing around about it and uh, going back and forth. Um, uh, last but not least um, that we threw out here is obviously right of first refusal uh, or ROFR as we call it is always significantly impacting sort of how uh, people um, that are looking to buy um, have success in that. And for those of you that are not familiar with right of first refusal, essentially, um, if someone is looking to sell their Disney Vacation Club contract and they fi- find a buyer, uh, whatever that price is that they agree to that they're going to purchase that contract is, um, Disney Vacation Club has the right of first refusal or the first option to essentially purchase it back at that same price. So it's a process that any sort of uh, resale sale goes through and Disney Vacation Club can just sort of say, I like that. That's mine. I'll take that. Um, And then you have to start over from scratch. And 2022 on the whole was off the charts in terms of right of first refusal. We saw the highest uh, ROFR numbers in the, I want to say, Marissa, correct me if I'm wrong, in the history of DVC resale market, essentially. On the year. Um, So it was in a very aggressive year and a very frustrating year, most likely for most buyers uh, during that period of time. But the past two months have been a different story. Um, The past two months, we have had a grand total of uh, count them eight, whopping eight. right of first refusals by Disney. Um, so it's significantly slowed down. It seems to have just focused on Copper Creek the past two months. Um, is there a reason for that or is it I seasonality? Think some of it, I think some of it is seasonality, like end of the year numbers. But uh, Marissa, what do you think? So Disney's calendar system works October to October. So normally we do see that slowdown in October because their new budget just flipped over and they don't necessarily want to like spend all of their budget for the year. However, we've never seen this extreme to where they went from like buying 20 to 30% what was selling on the market to like practically nothing. 
Uh, and then also like Copper Creek is not their normal buyback resort. Usually like their top three are Old Key West, Animal Kingdom, Saratoga. So this is by far the strangest pattern we've ever seen. Um, I think this is probably, in my opinion, the most significant reason to buy now. Because again, if we look back, the only time we've ever seen it this low, really in kind of the history of the resale market, was when they did shut down during COVID. So if you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm kind of waiting on the fence, looking for a time to buy, the fact that not only can you snag low prices, sellers are willing to negotiate, but you have a lot of certainty that you're probably going to get that pass right of first refusal. And again, you go back to like those popular resorts like Bay Lake Tower. Disney was buying back in the mid 180s per point on right of first refusal. So you, it was almost impossible to buy a Bay Lake Tower. I had a guest who tried eight times oh to God. get a Bay Lake Tower through right of first refusal. Versus now, not only can you snag prices maybe in like the 160s, 170s, but you have a really good amount of certainty that it's probably going to get past right of first refusal. And then again, same resorts like Boardwalk or Beach Club where we're seeing really pretty dramatic price decreases and then having that peace of mind as well. I think um, I, I had a Facebook message from someone just the other day. and there, There's no period in time in which right of first refusal is not going to be stressful. Um, and uh, the, the lady that reached out to me was looking for the December uh, right of first refusal report that DVC resale market puts out every month. And, uh, and was like, what are the numbers looking like? Cause she actually was one of the four Copper Creeks that was bought back. <laughs> so like, I felt so bad. What are the odds? It was like, um, you know, oh, like you almost made it like it. And, and, you know, the, the writings on the wall that things are down, but then to have you have yourself sort of be that one that they still take. Um, yeah. So hopefully she's more successful. I know she's back in the process. She's got another one, um, in Rofer right now. So good luck to her on that one. And, um, you know, like you said, like, um, I, you don't know when this, uh, we've, we've called it before, uh, and in this, in this month's Rofer report, I actually said, um, you know, we, we call it the Rofer monster and I feel like the Rofer monster is in hibernation at the moment. And it's just a question of whether or not it's going to wake <laughs> back up anytime soon. Um, and so it's, it definitely a reason why if, if you want this to be maybe a smoother process for you, no promises, but, um, you know, it's definitely why now is going to be the time to, purchase that. I wish we were in the market. <laughs> no, don't get any ideas. Marissa's like, give me a call. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, Marissa, any last thoughts or anything like that on, you know, why, why it would be a great time for a buyer to be considering Disney vacation club and, uh, um, uh, you know, looking to purchase, uh, within the next month or so. Yeah. I mean, in general, as we've all known and all talk about, it's just if you're coming back to Disney, Disney Vacation Club is obviously one of the best ways to come back. And of course, if you're looking at the purpose of Disney Vacation Club, it's to save on future vacations. So resale just kind of takes it one step further. But I think all of these reasons, and again, I think for me personally, the biggest reason that if I were in the market to buy that would kind of push me to say, hey, why now versus later is really that right of first refusal. Because all of these factors they could trend out maybe for another month or two, kind of if we're going off of normal pattern, but you have absolutely no idea when Disney's going to turn around and say, hey, let's start buying those back. So I think if I were a buyer in this market, that would be my biggest motivation. And again, the, the great thing is our team is super educated on all this. We all have Disney cast member experience. So reach out to our team. If you're looking for something specific, they can really kind of help guide you towards, hey, this is a great option or what's the difference between getting a contract Maybe that's loaded in points or getting something fully stripped out, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
I, I always say this, like, it, you know, give the caveat, like, we work for World of DVC, I work for DVC Rental Store, Amy works for Monera, Marissa works for DVC Resale Market. But before all of that, um, you know, I didn't even know this until we started getting involved with the company and all of that kind of stuff that one of the resale purchases I made a long time ago was DVC Resale Market. And I worked <laughs> with Derek, and yeah. it was a wonderful experience. So, um, you know, I think I think that speaks volumes to, you know, I've lived that customer journey uh, before actually joining the team here. And so um, definitely uh, an amazing place that's going to help you get the education that you need. And I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, it's part of what we stand for here at DVC Fan as well, which is we want to educate our members. We don't want you to purchase this product and then just have no idea how to use it. Um, because honestly, when Disney Vacation Club sells it to you directly, that can tend to be the case. Like they provide you a little bit of guidance and stuff like that, but they don't really care if you really know how to use it or stuff like that. And I think we invest, um, you know, between DVC resale market, world of DVC, DVC fan, you know, we all invest a lot of time and effort into educating members because we want you to be able to go on those magical vacations and experience that um, yourself. So um, I really think that speaks volumes to, to all of it. Um, any other thing? Your blog too, Paul, and, and for people who haven't had the chance to check out our blogs on DVC Resale Market, but Paul does a blog, and I, I believe you post them in the DVC fan Facebook group, but Paul does a blog on write a first refusal each month and on average sales. And I think that's that to me is probably your most useful tool when you're looking as a buyer because you can kind of get a gauge on like, where's reality versus what the listed prices are. And then obviously like with Rata First Refusal, it's going to be a very small blog or chart for that one. But you can say, if you are in the market for Copper Creek, what what does that look like? Yep. Yep. And we're also going to put together a little bit of a blog sort of walking through these these different steps of this process, because I think it's important to sort of put some pen to paper and sort of walk people through what we're seeing, maybe give more finite examples and stuff like that than we've given here in this, uh, in this episode, because, you know, we could talk numbers, we could talk all those things for a long time. So um, be on the lookout for that over at DVC resale market. And we'll also make sure to share that with DVC fan as well. But um, definitely a great time to buy Disney vacation club. And uh, I think if you're, if you're looking to do it, you definitely will not regret it. Um, Amy and I have never looked back uh, in this process at all. So uh, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, It's been fun and uh, hopefully educational to those potential buyers that are out there right now. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this video, please uh, stay tuned uh, in the upcoming weeks for more content from us. Um, we've got some stays coming up in the, in the upcoming months. We're planning to try to get to like Boulder Ridge um, and check out that refurbished room uh, once it's been finished and uh, get you a room tour of all that. We recently just purchased uh, um published a room tour um, by Amy that uh, was of the uh, Old Key West uh, Deluxe Studio. And so uh, be sure if you've not been able to catch that or check that out to do so. But uh, that'll do it for this episode of the DVC show. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it and we will see you all next time.